You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Yeah, what's up? I'm fucking, I've done this 900 times, so I'm just fucking wailing this out. This is the deal. January 9th on Comedy Central, my one-hour special, Robert Kelly live at the Village Underground premieres. I need you to check it out, TiVo it, watch it, tell everybody you know. And that night, the same night, you can own it for five bucks at robertkellylive.com. You can pre-order your unedited version with a bunch of extras right there at robertkellylive.com. And it's five bucks, or you can pay a little more. That's your option. So make sure you go there, Comedy Central, January 9th. Check it out, spread the word, and then go to robertkellylive.com right after and buy it. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are the best fans in the fucking world. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and thanks for supporting my live comedy. Goodbye, dude. Go to the website, dude. Five bucks, dude. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Pete, Biscuit, it's Jimmy from Boston. Biscuit. Now, most people got a New Year's resolution like, I don't know, quit smoking, donate to a charity, spend some more quality time with loved ones, Maybe be somebody's shoulder to lean on. You know, shit that may actually help you become a better person. You, this guy, he resolves that in 2015, he's going to take Lana to go see a movie. Maybe even watch some TV. I mean, way to step it up, kid. I'll tell you what you should be resolving is to stop wasting the listener's time by suggesting they purchase some bullshit $200 cheese off some Yahoo in fucking Beverly Hills. That would be a much better use of your time in the new year, kid. Trust me. Later. Bam. We're on it. Pete and Sebastian show. We are back. Uh, where do we start, bro? I'm excited to be back. Uh, excited to be back. Uh, again, it feels like two and a half months since we last did this. Uh, lot on the board today. Uh, I got I got to start off by saying the internet is a buzz right now about what you said to the hotel manager. I've been getting texts, emails, our Facebook page is blowing up. People are wondering what the hell you said, and I know you're not going to say it on the air here, but I just got to tell you, you caused a stir. Oh, bro, I'm so tempted to go there, and oh, God, I literally almost Googled how to slash tires. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I can't imagine you just stab it, right? There's got to be a slice aspect to it. Oh, God. Can you? I've heard of, like, slashed tires. Is that where you just put the the knife in the tire and then what just move it to the right and to the left does that work yeah well i mean i guess you stab it in some way i mean you could let the air out of the tire but then the guy thinks maybe there was a slow lead you got to stab that shit and shred that rubber to let him know that's symbolic how to slash a tire getting up in there If you come out and you got a flat tire, you're like, ah, oh, damn. If you come out and your tires have been slashed, you start looking around to see if that person might slash your throat. Oh, absolutely. Dude, if I came out and I had slashed tires, I would move. <laughs> <laughs> slashed tires in the driveway, in your own driveway, is such a scary, frightening thing because... The psychotic that even thought to do that, because who's to say you're not going to come out and see the guy slashing your tires in the driveway? Good so, point, good, uh, point, good point, man. All right, bring us back, bring us back. Bring it back. So I, I want to kind of go maybe in reverse here, and, um, and and I don't mean to keep bringing the guy up, but he is kind of part of the show, quasi part of the show here. Uh, J.J. Watt was in town last night. Um, doing a 
photo shoot for some magazine, I think, it, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, we had planned to, to, to grab a, a bite after he was done with this thing. So I had texted him because he said he was going to get out around 8.30. I guess the shoot ran late. And uh, I said, me and Lana are over at the Sunset Tower. Now, I know you said you wanted me to do a kind of like a Sebastian plug of a product or somewhere that I might go, a Seb restaurant. Sebastian suggestion of the week. Here it is. We're going to do it live because it kind of plays into my story. Sunset Tower. Have you been there? It's on Sunset Boulevard. It's a landmark. I know of it. I don't know if I would have ever been in there. Why? What's in there? Restaurants? Well, it's a hotel. So it used to be called the St. James Club. Then it was called the Argyle. Now they went through like a renovation in 2007 uh, for about $25 million. And it's right on the Sunset Strip. It's uh, It's got Art Deco uh, uh, design, art, uh, architecture. Um, just reeks of class if Sinatra still was alive I think he'd be hanging out there a uh, lot a lot of famous celebrities uh, stayed there uh, used to be Bugsy Bugsy Siegel's hang wow uh, the guy that works the door and any of you that live in LA or have uh, frequented <laughs> the place if you go to the tower bar there's a uh, immigrant in there by the name of Dimitri I think he is from god I forget get where he's from but anyway he's about 60 years old guy works the room like a unbelievable he's he's from macedonia that's where he's from and he's the mater d and he's he's all over the room he's talking he makes you feel he makes everybody feel like they're tom cruise he sits down he gives you the menu he goes here's the Here's the wines. Here's our specialty cocktail. I mean, it just feel good. I think he's getting a hundred, by the way, the next time I go in. Well, uh, I gotta ask though, uh, immigrant. I I can't remember the last time I heard that as a description. Well, he's an immigrant. What do you want me to tell you? He's got like uh, an accent. Well, I mean, what? what you, then you told us what uh, country? What? Which was what? I can't remember. Macedonia. Macedonia. I don't even know that was. Uh... I thought that was a, uh, thought that was a nut. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Anyway, so why wouldn't you just say he's Macedonian? I think it. Why would you go immigrant and then Macedonia? No, because no, okay, if you give an explanation of someone and you say immigrant right away, you paint a picture in your head of that person. If I didn't say immigrant. And I said, the guy's from Macedonia. Would you have the same visual on that? No, because immigrant, I think he's on his knees picking grapes. You say Macedonia, and I don't know. I'm interested. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if you were in Rome, <laughs> and you decided to live there with Lana, and I, I owned the cafe in Rome, and you came in before he said anything. I, I, said, I said, Salvatore, this is my friend Sebastian. He's an immigrant. Wouldn't you be like, guy, I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, so you hear the word you hear the word immigrant that has a negative connotation for you. Yeah, it definitely has. Definitely has a sort of a yeah, definitely, man. Like not a guy who votes. It, basically, the, the the definition of immigrant is a person who comes to live permanently in a foreign country, and, and all of a sudden you got you got the guy picking grapes and chopping trees down. I use immigrant in a fender bender. This immigrant <laughs> fucking doesn't see the yellow. I mean, I, you know. So, so you've never used it like uh, flattering? You know. No, it's not flattering <laughs> ever, man. Immigrant. That's like. Uh... <laughs> no, if you come, if you're explaining a story to someone and maybe explaining their bloodline. You say, yeah, he comes from a poor immigrant family, and they worked his way up, and now he's making millions of dollars. He's running a Fortune 500 company. It's painting a picture. No, I... I he's, a, he's an immigrant in a tuxedo that can barely speak the language. 
But he, all right, I, yeah, fair enough. But the man is all white collar, worked his way up. He's a mover and a shaker, right? Yeah, I mean the guy. The guy knows what he's doing. I just, I, I'm using that in a total positive way. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that this guy's got dirt under his fingernails and he's living in the streets and, uh, you know, total, total positive on this guy. This guy, if I opened a restaurant, I'd have him work in the door. Do you think? And then I would call the restaurant immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this guy? Is worked his way up as such a popular mater d at this fancy joint that there are some celebrities that if they were having a big enough party, he might even get an invite. Like, hey, if you're not working, then I want uh, you to This guy might be invited to more parties in Hollywood than me and you combined. Well, if he's invited to one, he's got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I, and I did something. I want to. I want to get your thoughts on it. Now, Watt was at this photo shoot, and he was. I thought he was probably hungry, right? He was going to meet us for a bite. Restaurant closes in about twelve to fifteen minutes. The guy tells me this is around ten thirty, and Watt's not responding to the last two texts. I'm thinking he's. You know, he's probably working. He can't get to his phone. So what I did was I took a picture of the menu. And I sent it to him. I said, if you if you get this within the next 15 minutes, let me know what you want. I'll put it in before the kitchen closes. Is it going too far? Where are we at on that? Oh, oh. oh come on, man. You're putting me in an awkward position here. Uh, that, that's, that's what this show's all about. I mean, is it going too far? Is it going too far? Does it seem like you're waiting on what? Uh, we weren't waiting. I, we, we, he said he was going to come. We were out anyway. And, and earlier in the day, we had said, yeah, you know, if you get out and you're up for it, you meet us out for whatever, a drink or and eat. So I told him, we'll be at Sunset Tower. You want to come by and grab a bite? And he's like, he's like, yeah, no, it's definitely. And then he texted around 930. He said, no, I'll definitely meet you out. Totally, uh, you know, whatever. So he's up for it. So the thing ran late. So I decided if the guy wanted to, you know, still get something, he was going to come. Listen, if it was you. That's Rose. That's Rose coming, funneling through you. Your mom is funneling through you. Yeah. You must be starving from the photo shoot. Yeah. And don't second guess yourself. Listen, I don't know how much we can I, give a take. I'm not second. I'm not second. Well, then listen, why are you not, asking me? I'm bringing this up. So we can have a discussion about it. I would never go, if I were to do it again, I would have done the same thing. I want your take on it. Listen, I don't know if this is an edit or not what I'm about to say. But again, getting back to Watt texting the other day and me getting included on a three-way with it. The man texted a photo of his home in Wisconsin that he just bought. <laughs> and in the text, he says, if you guys, either one of you ever make it out this way... And you want to come by, I'd love to have you for a night. Then Sebastian texts back, I'm doing a show out that way on blah, blah, blah date. JJ says, I'm not there, but I'll leave the keys. Yeah. He was going to. You know, the first, you leave the, I couldn't believe it. The guy is so nice. He said he would leave the keys to his brand new home. Now, I, listen. So the least you could do is text a photo with a menu. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. 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 Now, if you were me, would have you have taken him up on that offer and stayed without him being there? No, no way. No way, man. I don't even know if I'd stay there if he was there. I'd stop by. Maybe get an Uber, <laughs> maybe get an Uber back to the hotel at the end, but uh, you know. But yeah. yeah, but that was that was very nice of him to offer that. Ridiculous. And the guy's a class act. I mean, class. And you know, the, the guy kind of got me in a, in a little bit of a situation with Jackie because, uh, 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 again, he's never texted me solo. It was one that you saw too because I was in the gym the other day and it was after the last cast. And again, it was about what I said to the uh, hotel guy. And there was a text from Watt. <laughs> and Watt says, okay, I need to know what you said to the hotel guy. So I basically text Watt what I said to the hotel guy, and uh, he texts back in caps, wow, <laughs> with an exclamation. 
So, <laughs> so at one point I'm chatting with Jackie and I go, hey, yeah, you know, that thing with the thing, it's really uh, some people wondering, man. I, I thought it was kind of just a blow by, but uh, even Watt said, wow. And she goes, you think that's funny, Pete, that, that he fucking texted wow? I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. Uh, men are texting wow like you're fucked up. It's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> and then she starts getting into that maybe I need uh, literally a doctor, like a psychiatrist. Get are you out of here. So oh, I'm- yeah, yeah. Is this the first time that's been mentioned in your relationship that you need help? Yeah, but I don't. We're all good. I'm telling you, man, we're under control. I got a couple situations I'll tell later on the show, and I just have I've been very cool about it. We're all good. It's all good. I'm not saying that you are screwed up. I'm just saying my wife told me six months ago that I have a disorder. You do. You need help. I don't. I mean, I'm practically. Well, well, I'm not, I need help. Uh, if listen, if I need help, you need help, bro. I I'm practically knitting afghans over here. I'm a peaceful man. I got this under control. <laughs> Afghans, you, you, you're literally becoming uh, the, the guy everybody's turning to at the airport to get free rooms, and literally could maybe be. I could see me turning on the news, CNN, and you getting escorted off an airplane in handcuffs one of these days. That's where you're at. No, you you won't see that because I said some things to a, a hotel GM at, and uh, I've learned my lesson, man. I've learned my okay. lesson. Okay, right. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a, I'm a changed man. You are a time bomb. Tick, tick, ticking. And I have no intention of being around Change man. I mean, right. but you could use a little, you know, something. Well, maybe. I mean, listen, I definitely got problems. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> uh, my wife thinks I have a, a disorder, but hey, who doesn't? By the way, we got a new couple that we're going out with. Really? Yeah. Oh, my. Dude, what's up? Do you compare him to me and Jackie? Uh, I would only compare him to you and Jackie. Uh, they're fun. They're great. And they're gay. Oh, that's fun, man. Have you ever went out with two gay men? My gay neighbors in L.A., I loved them, bro. I mean, they were meth heads, but other than that, <laughs> they were a blast. They were the best. Oh, it was so uh, much fun. Uh, man, I got to tell you, I've never done this before. Gone out with another like couple who were two guys. You know, I mean, Lana's got a lot of, you know, gay friends. I got a couple gay friends. But, I mean, to go out with another couple that's gay, it brings a whole different dynamic. And, 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 and we went out with them for the first time on New Year's Eve. And I didn't know how this thing was going to go down because we were going to the Soho house, right? And the guy in the relationship took the lead. And I, I, he basically was the man of the evening. He, he, there was a long line, like 80 people to get in. He went right to the like, we're not, we're not waiting in the line. We need the tickets. I mean, I'm sitting back. I'm going, this, this guy's a, this guy's a, more of a man than I am. And, and this is just one of the two men, right? This is, yeah, this is the, like one of the guys. But, like, you felt like but, he was the man of their... Like, he was, the, he was the man of their relationship. That's what I always wondered. I always wondered with gay men when they're in bed and they hear a noise downstairs. Who's got to go check that shit out? This guy. This guy gets his weapon out. He goes downstairs. This guy not only took care of the tickets. We got to the, the Mater D. Took care of the, what's going on with the. I got this guy. I go. This guy's fantastic. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Had a great time, great conversation, and this is like our go-to couple now. Oh, I'm I'm actually jealous, man. And I mean, when Jackie and I do get to town, I want them to come out. Let's triple date because there is... We'll do a triple date. You going out again? 
Uh, they asked us out tonight. They're going. Uh, they're going out to dinner. I said, no, we can't make it. We got. You know, I got to work. I got to do my thing. Oh, so, they they uh, go out all the time. They go out all the time. So. Oh, they're bouncing around mm. town constantly. Oh, you're going out tonight. You're working. No, no, no. I'm doing this tonight. We got a double date. We're into the double dates. We got a double date with a couple that just had a baby that we haven't seen in a while. We're doing something with them on Saturday. Uh, one of our New Year's resolutions, and I didn't know this was a resolution, but apparently, uh, you know, subconsciously it might have been, uh, it's going out with other couples. Did you say that you told the gay guys you couldn't go out because you were working tonight and the work you were doing was this show? Yeah. This is work, bro. Can, can everybody that listens to this show just take a moment and take that in? That's what this is. That's what this is. This is a goddamn show. We make sacrifices. We don't hang out with gay couples when we maybe could have. That's we, right. We got stuff to go over, man. Absolutely, man. I respect that move. I thought maybe you were going to say you had a little late night spot at the comedy store. No, I had to do show prep. So where are we going with this? I got a list too. Keep going. Where are we going? Uh, no, no, I'm so no, glad yeah, to no, hear you. I have I, no constrictions. I bat it. I bat it back into your court. Go with it. Oh, all right. Let's go. Let's go a little somber. Here's a situation. I don't want to put a timeline on because I don't want anyone to figure out comic wise that may be listening. Oh, that's so and so. Bottom line, I was working recently with a guy who's an old friend <clears throat> that I hadn't seen in a long time. And he was op- he was uh, featuring for me, and uh, the guy's a little down on his luck. Last time I saw him, he was a little down on his luck, and now it was like tenfold. And again, name isn't important. Where I was was important. Bottom line is, the guy's on stage, and the guy he's just not happy, man. You know, I mean, he's even he's even getting some laughs. He's getting laughs. It's not like he's not doing well, and he's always been a funny man, but you could just tell. He's just brutally unhappy, you know, and he's been not getting a lot of work, and it's just not good, right? So he comes off, and I just, honestly, man, as he comes off, and I've known him almost since the first joke I've ever told, and he comes right up to me, and the first words out of my mouth, I go, uh, bro, you should just quit. <laughs> God damn, man, that's... <laughs> <laughs> now, were I, you thinking that you were going to tell him this uh, the whole time, or was this something that just came out of your mouth and you're like, wow, I can't believe I just said that? Well, I mean, five minutes into his set, I was just thinking, you should just quit, man. You should just quit, you know? So when yeah. he, And when he came off, it's a, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean it like that in the sense that, um, well, I just meant it like you're so unhappy up there. Yeah. And and you know, man, you cannot do stand-up comedy if you don't want to be up there. You can be unhappy if that's your shtick, but if you literally don't want to be up there, it ain't going to work. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where this guy was. And I thought when I said that to him, I thought he literally might go, oh, thank you. Can I? Can I quit? <laughs> and and yeah. like, like almost like this, yes. Like, <clears throat> I was just... I just felt like, man, this guy would be way happier with a cup of coffee in a lumber yard at 7 in the morning talking about the Jet game. Just fuck comedy. Fuck it all, you know? Yeah. And, he, and he's kind of gotten, he's been in high places, especially from writing standpoints. He's had some decent gigs. But, you know, uh, he kind of was, like, thrown by it. And then he goes, oh, no, the crowd, the crowd. Like, they weren't good. And I could tell that he didn't like what I said. And I go, no, no, I just, I just mean it like you seem, um, you seem really unhappy up there, man. And like you got some laughs, and you're still like mad at them, like as if they weren't laughing. I just, you know, maybe sometimes, you know, you just, you know, and like I wouldn't finish my words. I just kind of like, hey, look, this isn't working out the well I thought it would. So whatever, man, I let it go. About a day or two after that show, I got a, a text from another guy going, I heard you told so-and-so he should quit. Um, what happened? What was that about, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I, you got to call me. You got to call me. So I, I text the guy and I go, uh, who told you I did that, that I said that? And then he texts back going, well, the guy did. Because that's the only one I heard was the guy. And I go, oh, he did. I go, Jesus. 
And then I call him and I go, was he was he mad or was he? And he goes, well, he was just thrown by it. And I was like, wow, I didn't mean it that way. And, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Mazzilli knows the guy. So I call Mazzilli and I go, hey, Matt, this is what happened. Uh, what do you think, man? I, I really didn't think anything of it. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't mean to hurt the guy's feelings. I meant it from a peaceful way. I, should I call the guy? <laughs> Mazzilli goes, uh, well, he called me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I go, all right, well, this is a situation. Oh, so, man. So, Mazzilli goes, hey, you, want, you want to call me? You want me to talk to him? I go, just tell him I'm sorry. I ain't getting into it, but that's not how I meant it. But I, I don't know, bro. I mean, what do you I, mean? How, how, do you mean? How do you mean that? That's, that is what it is. You say, quit. Get the hell out of the game. It's done. Yeah, but he was getting laughs. Like, like if a guy was bombing. And then he came off, and I said, you should quit. That's brutal. But when you're getting the laughs, and then you come off, and I go, you should quit, there's obviously something more behind that, man. It's like, you know, like in between every joke, he'd get, because he, he's a funny fucking guy. He used to be a writer, so he'd get a big laugh, and he just didn't care. He just, and then he'd have a comment about how, how he has almost less time less than he had before, and... And maybe I thought, all right, maybe that's a shtick. And then I just started to get the vibe. I'm like, you just seem really unhappy, and you were really unhappy off stage, and you're not getting a lot of work. So I don't know, man. I just, I, do you, do you, is that bad? You know, listen, would I say that? Probably not. But, you know, maybe some guys, and I don't know who the hell you're referring to, but sometimes some guys need to hear that. I think, I honestly think, because I know this guy, obviously, nothing like me and you have a friendship, but I've, I knew him years ago and stuff. Maybe not that close that I should have did that. I'm not close to him at all, bro. I don't have his phone number or anything, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, apparently this guy's going around town calling everybody he knows, saying that you said this. God, I... This, this guy's <laughs> devastated. Well, I just mean it like if I was on at the comedy store and I was like just not into it. I like to think you'd go, guy, maybe you should take some time off and figure it out. I don't know if you want to be doing this anymore. Yeah, but that's different than, guy, you should just quit. <laughs> God. <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs> it was bro. No, it was bro. It was bro. Can, you should just quit. Can, 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 can you text me who this is? Do I know the guy? No, you wouldn't know him. I, I definitely could text you. Of course I would. But you wouldn't know who he is. I, don't I, I might. I might. I just might know. But I, I just need to put like a, a name with... Because right now, I'm actually picturing the guy react to what you said to him as if he was maybe just dropping his head after that, kind of looking at the ground... Maybe looking over his shoulder to the right with his, maybe some 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 tears in his eyes, and I no, I want to visualize that on a face for a half a second. It looked like he was you know thinking about knocking me out, and then it initial then it kind of turned to like like it was a little like he was taken aback. Yeah, and it was like God, man, it was almost like when I threatened the hotel GM, and he said, "Are you kidding me? Are you ki-? like like?" Uh, my words are getting misinterpreted a lot lately. Well, not with the GM. I mean, I definitely did say something that I would say that if I were him. Yeah. But with this guy, uh, yeah, I just wasn't expecting it. I didn't mean it that way. But I just so that's why I want to run it by you. And as soon as I ran it by you, you died laughing and said that's fucked up. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now sometimes you you remind me of like uh, a senior citizen who's got like slight dementia and, and just says whatever comes to his head. No, man, this is totally like, um, this is totally like, uh, you know, you're playing a sport with somebody else and they're just half-assing the layup line and they just don't want to be there. And you're like, hey, take a walk, man. A- <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, it's great that you have the balls and the nerve to tell someone that. And obviously, maybe maybe you rattled his cage. Maybe he's going to go and go, you know what, maybe he's right, or maybe I should get back on my horse, start doing the, the work again. I don't know. I would never say that to somebody that wasn't funny. And this guy is genuinely very, very funny. So that's why I didn't think it would be taken that way. 
Yeah, like, I'm curious to hear if someone had said that to you, how you would take it, and would you go, yeah, I know, and then go home and and tell Jackie, guy guy told me to quit tonight, you believe that? (laughs) You put it that way, I'd I'd go home, I'd go, Jack, this motherfucker... (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? Because your headline in this shit gig, that's funny because as I was performing, I watched him watching me for the first 10 minutes. I'm like, wow, he's really into me. I'm like, he's probably standing off to the side going, why shouldn't you quit with your fucking Walmart bit, bitch? (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I honestly love you. Not all the ladies enjoy Pete Corielli. Supposed to go to little mom and pop shops like Fran's Boutique, right, ladies? You ladies are not liking me at all. I just want you to know that I know that. <laughs> it's not lost on me. Not lost on me. You know, like when you're on a plane and someone else's child is crying, I'm like, just give me that look that lets me know that you know that your kid is ruining my fucking flight. <laughs> That's what I'm doing for you. I'm letting you know that I know that I'm ruining your Sunday night. And I apologize, but you know, what can I tell you? <sighs> Lost my train of thought. Dare I ask you where I was, Dracula? <laughs> no, you don't remember, of course not. Why would you? They never put the sharp ones up front. <laughs> Nothing, ladies, Jesus! What, are you here to hand me a warrant when I get off the stage? God, they're looking at me like they got a subpoena. Don't let him go. He's gonna try to go backstage. We gotta get it to him. I honestly love you. I got to get into something here because the door just opened and it reminded me of what's going on. I'm in the middle of full-blown remodel at the house. Right, right. So what do you got? You got an architect who designed a whole new look for the interior. You're doing an addition. What are you doing? It's basically uh, cosmetic. There's not a lot of demo, but uh, you know, redoing some uh, closets, dressing room, you know, buying some furniture, whatnot. Now, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, and I'm a little bit more, for for lack of a better term, Guido than you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, you so, seen, have you seen that new Rob Lowe commercial <laughs> where, you know, there's all those ones where I'm Rob Lowe for DirecTV and then I'm skimpy Rob Lowe, blah, blah, blah. You've seen that. Yeah. You see, yeah. you see the new one where he's like, I'm Meathead Robolo? Yeah. And then he goes, yeah. I say bro all the time. I literally watch that and I go, oh, I say bro a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so all right. Yeah, you're Guido. I'm, you're Guido. I'm not Guido. Yeah, well, you're Italian. You're not Guido. Yeah, yeah but well, the way I speak uh, has a certain tone, a certain cadence. So, and, I, and this bothers me my whole life. And I don't know if you've ever ran into this, but you ever run into a guy or maybe even an audience member while you were doing comedy and they start mimicking or mocking the way you speak? Like, oh, hey, oh, hey, you know, that whole thing. There's a couple eh? of comedians that do that to me and it's insulting. Yes. It's insulting. Yes. Okay. So, hey, oh, one hey, of the Corielli, guys, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And the way they do it. The first of all, it's not even a good impersonation, and I don't know if they're trying to make it over the top, but the way they do it is not even funny. No, it's not. So the guy that we got doing the and he's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but he was saying to me, "Oh, we got a guy. We got a guy to do that. We got a guy. This is like the contract. We got a guy to do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? We got a guy." You know, and I'm like, oh, God, the guy's mocking me the way I speak. So what I did is I flipped it on him, and I went Ivy League. I can't. I got to hit this, Lou. <laughs> Cue this up, Lou. 
So in my head, I'm going, as he's saying this and doing this, and I go, oh, you're going to mock me? I'm going to fuck you double, right? Right. So I, so I go, yeah, no, I got a gentleman that typically does that type of work for me on a day-to-day basis. I'll give him a call, see if he's... You know, I go, nice, right? You're still a guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That's no, no, come on. Tell me the way I'm speaking right now is not different from... No, I absolutely agree. That's, all right, here, jet, we go. here we go. We're at a restaurant. I want two things. First, I want... Italian regular Sebastian asking me if I know where the restroom is. Hit me with that. Excuse me, you know where the bathroom is? No, no, Italian. You, you, regular you. Yeah, excuse me. You know where the bathroom is? Okay, excuse me. All right, very Italian. Now, I want Ivy League Sebastian asking me if I know where the bathroom is. Excuse me, do you have a washroom? <laughs> <laughs> Subtle change. It's a subtle change. change. I haven't heard washroom since fucking... (laughs) Jesus Christ. What are we at? A fucking cabaret show? (laughs) Oh, Oh, so anyway, you hit this guy with what? Let me hit this again. No, I'm hitting him with... Yeah, no, I got a guy I generally use. uh, He's very affordable. And I think we should give him a call because he does excellent work. So I go into the... See, that's different than what I'm doing now. You're right. You're right. That's it. That's I'm using bigger words. Right? right. I'm you're, not, you're not, I'm not as aggressive. You're absolutely... So I dial it back. So the whole time... Now, this this thing's been going on for three days, right? This guy's been here for three days. We'll do for that three together. three days. What? We'll do that together right now. We're going to talk that way. Continue. Yes, absolutely. So what happened for three days? So for three days... What I've been trying to do to this guy yes. is to prove to him that I have an education. Of course. Well, you do. I mean, certainly. I mean, you have a four-year college bachelor degree. <laughs> communication. I, I, I do. I have a corporate organizational communications degree that I'm very proud of that's not being used right now because I'm pursuing a life in the arts. <laughs> the gall. The gall of him to, <laughs> to, to accuse you of perhaps not having that. Yeah, the the way he was treating me, it was as if that I uh, grew up in the gutter and had a third grade education and worked for the Gambino crime family. <laughs> this is exhausting. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Fuck that. So anyway, so now I got to like every once in a while, I got to shoot him straight sometimes and, and throw in a word that I typically don't use to, to have him know, guy, you know, I ain't bouncing a racquetball on the street looking for my next big fight. <laughs> do, you, do you think maybe he's a fan and he's just trying to like you know waiting for you to be like hey you know no I, I he knows what I do and you know and he doesn't probably mean anything by it but I've had this happen you know quite a few times throughout my life where you get the you know when I used to go on stage in a room with 19 people and I used to open up my mouth there'd be all this one guy would go Hey, what are you talking about? You know, like one of these guys. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Forget about it. I'm like, oh God, stop it. What, this is the first time you've seen someone with dark hair? (laughs) There's a comedian, man, and and very successful. And he's always kind of been a bit of my, he's a friend, but it's like, I got a competition thing with him. And I know he's got it because he's like, um... He does subtle things, and Jackie knows about my problems with him and stuff. So I'm playing, and he's on one show right after me. And I know he knows I got the CBS deal, and I know he knows things are going kind of good for me, and he can never give it up, and I always give it up for him when the time comes, right? So I'm on stage, and I have a nice, fun, great set, and I come off. And one thing I say, bro, on stage, at one point I say wacko about something. I go wacko. So all the stuff I do off stage, haven't seen him in years or in a couple of years, and I'm doing good, and they could say so many nice things. I've always been his fucking biggest cheerleader. I come off, and he looks at me, and he goes, Wacko! Wacko! That was funny, man. Oh, 
God, I don't like this guy already. Do uh, I know the guy? Oh, uh, you know this guy, man. Wacko! <laughs> Wacko! And I called Jack and I go, he's got to latch on to the dumbest mook thing I said on stage the whole night. That's the one thing you liked? Wacko! When I called the guy a wacko. That's an edit. That's all an edit, bro. That's all. <laughs> That's all. That's all. That's all. It is. No, it really is. It really is. I got that got out of control. That, that got, that got away. We, we went I, to I, I told beat. the guy to quit thirty minutes ago, and now I'm pissed off because someone imitated one. one. <laughs> but it's a lot worse if I came off and he said, "Bro, you should quit." <laughs> oh God. Oh God! So, but I know I I drives me nuts when people imitate the Italian thing, man. Oh God, man! It's unbelievable. Mm. I mean, do they know how ridiculous they sound? I mean, listen. I know sometimes it could be a little overbearing with the whole accent and the whole like uh, exaggerated. I get it, but to go around, yeah, yeah, come on. Nah, hey, look, if there was an Asian act on, he came off, you wouldn't go, you fuck, man. <laughs> oh, God. God. We take a bit. You know why we get ridiculed like that? Because we're so cool that we just have to take it, man. We just have That's to. That's what I say. You know, listen, I mean, it's the best nationality around. You can't beat it. We've given so much to society. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 is what it is, man. You take the good with the bad, take the good with the yeah. So so I got this thing, and and I gotta tell you what I've been. I just started doing. We're three days into the project, and the and the guys doing the the house are super great, really nice guys. So today I went out and I got them a, a dozen donuts for the for the for the for the guys. Now, and with, um, with you, I would imagine we're not even talking Dunkin'. We're talking some gourmet Melrose place, right? No, 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 no. We, we don't even have a Dunkin' Donuts around here. We've got a Winchell's out here. So I go to Winchell's. I get a, an assortment. I bring it back. And I used to do this when I used to work at United Airlines Employees Credit Union. I used to bring in, on you know, when I was late. Did I, did I ever tell you the story? When I was late to the job because... I had to tell you the story where I erased the time I was supposed to come in. I don't remember. I used to work at United Airlines Employees Credit Union, and and this is right after college. I had graduated, and I started actually temping for for this credit union, and they had let me pursue my career in acting and comedy or whatever. And I used to write my schedule every week on a dry eraser board. But this is right after college. I came home. I started going out a lot. And, you know, we drink on a, you know, on a Tuesday night. We go out to a club. I'd come home at 2 o'clock in the morning, blasted. And what I did was I was supposed to start at 8, but the, the business opened up at 6. So I used to go in, I used to set the alarm for 6, and I used to live right by the place. I used to get in my car about 2 minutes, go in, erase the start time from 8 to 11. (laughs) And then I used to go back to bed. Right? (laughs) So, So... I come in at 11, and my boss would go, I could have sworn you were supposed to come in at 8. <laughs> I go, nah, look at the board. It's 11. You probably thought tomorrow's 8 o'clock. <laughs> because when you last left, it did say 8. <laughs> it did say 8. But you don't know that I'm so fucked up. Um, I came in I- at 6. <laughs> And change my whole schedule. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, man. God damn. So, I, where are we going? Where the hell did that story even start? I, 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 I just Can I just say, I used to call in sick at the front desk where I worked at the hotel. And that's the same shit, man. Like, what? Well, 
I don't know why we're so impressed with movie stars. We do more acting. Like right there, what you did, that's flawless. That's that, the acting level. I mean, I, I used to call in sick for work and they'd go, God, we're really getting swamped. You think you could just come in for a couple of hours? And I, I so bad wanted to go, guy, I'm not even fucking sick. What the fuck are you talking about? I got I got plans. The people the the people you actually use sick days when they're sick? Well, I, when I'm sick, I just go in. Fuck it. I'm already feeling like shit. No, I can't come in for the team for a couple hours. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. bro. But to no. change the board, I mean, you're, you're making the guy feel like he's losing his mind. <laughs> what a move. Oh, I know. They had no idea what the hell was going on. This is back with, like, there was no, like, computer. I mean, there was computers. This was 1997. So, like, email and that type of stuff was there, but you didn't have everything documented. This was, like, my whole schedule was on a board, and that's what people looked at. You know, it was like a chalkboard. Yeah, but even, but even if you got an email saying 8 o'clock start, if I changed the board to 11, I'd come in and go, all right, all right, we need to regroup. Are we going by the board or by the email? Because I was going by the board. <laughs> Oh God, it's oh, terrible, man. God, it's, it's not terrible. terrible. That's classic, man. <laughs> classic. <laughs> so, I don't even know why. I why did we start talking about United? Okay, okay. Why were we talking about United? Because we, we we went. Um, God, we're talking. Why did I? Why did I tell you that story? Oh, donuts. That okay. That's why. Yes. Because when I came in, <clears throat> when it was 11 o'clock and I came in, I knew there was a chance that they might be mad or whatever. So what I would do is I would bring a tray of bagels and cream cheese. And how I did it was, you know, sometimes someone brings bagels and cream cheese. But what I would do is I would get two dozen and then I would get four cream cheeses but different cream cheeses like strawberry chives regular yeah that's you and, that's pricey you're getting pricey right there but i tell you what it it saved me a lot of times because when i would come in late the boss whoever was there that was pissed off at me when you come in with food and 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 a plethora of it people forget that you were even late that's all they go. They go, the guy brought sesame with with strawberry cream cheese. And then they're just putting it on. And word gets out. There's bagels and data entry. We can come back here. There's not a single person in the crowd going, wait a minute. I knew that board said 8. Now it says 11 and he's got bagels. No, well, there was one person that I confided in that knew what I was doing, and she would shake her head, and she's like, I can't believe you're getting away with this. And I go, yeah, well, you know what? I ain't going to spend my whole life in data entry. I got to get out of here. Well, I got to tell you, bringing a, a dozen donuts to the workers working on your house, and that's a move you do a lot. You've done it at comedy clubs, you brought, buy pizza, bring it, whatever. It's a classy move I don't do and I should do and I aspire to do if I have... I just aspire to do it, but... I, it's... Nine dollars goes so far. Who knows? They're probably still raping me. Blind, right? They're, 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 they're still, they're still going to rape me somewhere in this whole damn construction, even though I'm bringing the damn donuts. But for me, because I used to do this work. It ain't, it ain't easy work. Doing demo, knocking drywall down, shit. They dug out a tree in my front yard. They, I think they had to go down so far they, they struck oil to get the damn roots out. This is tough work. And I've been on that side of the coin. But when you, when you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and you got to do this hard work and you come to the workplace and there's donuts there that you didn't expect to be there, how does it change the mood? It does. It does. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. I'm not. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm just saying. No. For me now, I got to do something different each week. 
like next week I gotta do this. I did donuts next week's bagels. The week after that, I might go to Starbucks and get a nice like one of those coffees in a box and get coffee for the group. I just right. it's something about it's the Italian in me, man. No, I'm not saying you're a good guy. Like to me, you're a good guy. I'm saying these workers are thinking that you're a good guy. First of all, if you, you're not giving coffee. You're giving the donuts, but you didn't have coffee. I, you know, I, I see that they bring some coffee, so I'm like, all right, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to go shopping for coffee, don't You're getting one, one, one item. No, you should, you, should, you should always have a tray of coffee with donuts. When you're bringing out the coffee, I mean, the donuts, you should have coffee. Uh, guy, one thing at a time. Well, the, the, when the guys were chopping down my tree, I said to Jackie, I went in, and I'm like, Jack, the fuck, it's been three and a half hours. Are you coming out with anything? And <laughs> I, I couldn't believe she didn't come out with anything, right? And then, and then all of a sudden, she came out with a baked bread and butter and coffee and and, and just. And then not only that, she opens up the door and she's like, da, da 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 da, and they're like, great. And she's like, it'll be in here. You come in here into the house and warm up and get it, right? But the donuts is a nice gesture, but without the coffee, bro, it's it's like you're bringing me a cookie without milk. I mean, you didn't, yeah, I, I just, no, you didn't I have coffee? You. you didn't have... I, I hear you. I, I hear where that could be a little of a disconnect, but the donuts did work. Yeah, maybe I should get the coffee next time. It's just like I was just in the area. I'm like, hey, let me stop and get, you know, I was like, hey, I go Starbucks too. I didn't have a lot of time. No, hey, listen. I mean, the gesture's great, but I'm just saying. I also would imagine yeah. that they they're getting paid, bro. They're getting paid. Oh yeah, they're getting paid. I'm just saying, to have a donut, you know, or or, or to bring something over to someone, just to show your appreciation. I just like the look on the face when they go, oh, they got donuts down here. Well, it's just it brings a happiness to me. What do you think? How many guys are working on your house on any given day? Uh, what did we have in there today? One, two, I'd say six, seven guys. Let's say it's seven guys, okay? Do you think they would be insulted or think that you think you're the cat's meow or that you're really cool if you, this is the move I'm saying that you do, okay? You look out and you see there's seven guys. You put seven $20 bills in your pocket, roll it up to one thing. You go up to the foreman, you slap his hand, go seven guys, seven twenties. Lunch is on me, man. Thanks for everything. Nah, I'm doing a fade away. I'm fading away from the mic. That's how cool that is. Watch us. I don't think I don't. That's not a good. That's not a good move. The better move is, <clears throat> you know, when they take lunch. All of a sudden, lunchtime comes around. Hey, hey, guess what just came, guys? We got some pizzas. What is this, a rap party for a fucking uh, high school play? Pizzas. Oh, I don't know. I like. I, I mean, I, and, and pizzas, too, are cheap. I mean, I'm 20. You're, you're basically giving a 20 to every guy. How about a hunch? How about a hunch? No, you can't give them cash. Listen, they're getting paid. What you do is something. It's an add-on. It's a donuts. It's a pizza. You know. You know what? The 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 guys that do the landscaping. I I, I told you before. I gave them Coronas when they're out there. It's ninety-eight degrees. You give them a Corona. Yeah, they might fall out of a tree, but it's it's just makes me feel good. No, I no, no, that I I respect that. That's a nice move. And, and there's. It brings me to something that happened to me with my neighbor along this line of uh, mano on mano thing here. A, a couple days ago, my neighbor brings me, you know what an air compressor is? Yeah. So he gives me this big air compressor, right? It's got to weigh about 50, 60 pounds at least, maybe 75 pounds. It's on wheels. Hey, th- I, give him, I give the whole thing, bro. Hey, thanks so much, Ed. That's very nice of you. How kind. I mean, these things are like, you know, could be up to 150, 200 bucks. So what a nice thing for him to give. But yeah. I, I put it in my thing in my garage. I, I go out. I drop another 25 on all the adapters that I need to use the air compressor. Then I go to use it because it's old, right? Total piece of shit, man. It's got no pressure. It doesn't work. I have my father-in-law come over. He confirms it for me. It can only hold enough air pressure t- 
to basically fill up a beach ball or a soccer ball. Other than that, it's broken, right? <clears throat> Do I just now drop the 30 bucks in uh, that it'll cost me to dump it at the dump? At least 30 to $35 I have to pay to dump this. Do I go back to Ed and say, hey, man, it don't work. So here, you can have it back. What's, what's my move, man? What's my move? Do you think he knew it didn't work? Absolutely not. He did not know it did not work. He's a very nice man. I, I would slip it in and go, listen, man, the thing doesn't work. I went out. I bought all the attachments. I was so excited to use it, you know, and, and it doesn't work. And then see what he says. Okay. All right. I, I mean, all right. That's I, you got to let him know that it doesn't work. I, you just can't go and throw it out. I, I think you'd have, have to say, what would you do if he came back to you and go, Pete, the damn thing don't work. I bought $30 worth of attachments for it. The thing don't work. If he, what would you do? If he, throw, throw it out. If he came back to me and said that, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, first of all, I don't. I wouldn't give something that didn't work. So that's I got. He's got a mark in my book. Yeah, I mean, I'm because I gave him the full blown. Wow, thanks. So I mean, the whole kit and caboodle. I laid it all out there, right? And then I go to turn this goddamn thing on, and I can't even fucking fill up my Wrangler front tire. God damn, I wouldn't have given you kudos like that. So I never would have probably done that. I would have made sure the shit I'm giving to someone works. Second of all. Uh, so I tell him it doesn't work and that's it or do I say it doesn't work and uh, here you can have it back because now I got to drop 35 bucks easy in disposal for this thing yeah I, I think you have to go back with the damn thing and go it don't work get rid of it yeah like hey I, so that's what I'll do right I'll bring it back I'll go Ed man I just I can't seem to get this working can you show me how to get it working and then if yeah. you can't get it working I'll go wow then I'm going to leave it here with you yeah that's it that's it right? yeah put the ball in his court let's see if he could get it going and then when he can't get it going just walk away you just walk away walk away What's your take on this move, man? I was on the Stairmaster the other day where I work out, and right in front of the row of Stairmasters that I was on is a row of treadmills right in front of us. And there was a guy on the treadmill in front of me, and the entire half hour I was on my Stairmaster, and he was on the treadmill in front of me, he was doing one of these... Walking backwards. Oh come on! Oh, so we every time I'd look up, we were literally like face. Oh, what, 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 what are you doing, man? Is there an obligation to use the equipment properly? Like if I own the gym and I see a guy on the treadmill walking backwards, can I go up to him and go, "Dude, you can have your money back if you want, but at my gym, <laughs> we, we don't do we." And then you know what the guy did after that for a little while? He did this move. Are you ready for this? He did the side-to-side step like he's a fucking cornerback in the NFL. <laughs> you know that move where they turn sideways? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you doing? And, and he was overweight. It wasn't like he was fucking ripped. And he was going for that last muscle bleak, you know? God. You know, I, I think it, it matters who you are when you're doing exercises that are off the off the beaten path. Now, if you have a guy on the treadmill that's 6'1", 220 pounds, ripped, he's sweating, and he decides to turn around and do like some weird backwards move, and you're doing you're doing the uh, the stairmaster, or you're doing the elliptical, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Then you go, wow, this that's this guy's probably got some unbelievable workout and then he starts doing side skips yeah. and you're like oh he's doing so but when you're looking at a guy who's so out of shape 
he doesn't even know what the hell he's doing and he's doing this and maybe as he's walking backwards he's gotta hold the armrests yeah. to do it yes yes yeah that, then you go guy flip it around that shit ain't working flip it around man he was he was holding on to the armrest like yeah like my what i showed my grandmother my campus and when i was in college and she came to visit yeah no exactly bro if the guy was fucking ripped and doing everything that i was just talking about as soon as he left the gym i would be on the treadmill doing everything he was just doing <laughs> Yeah, I think you have an obligation when you make that weird eye contact just to take two of your fingers, right? Your index finger and your middle finger. Point them down and just do a kind of a round motion going like flip it around, man. Flip it around. Uh, what else do I have? Just, uh, yeah, I still got some stuff here. Just want to plug some shows coming up here. Now we're, we're, we're kicking off the 2015 season. Let's do it. Uh, I'm off this weekend. Thank God. Uh, just enjoying Los Angeles with my wife and our construction. But, uh, next week I'll be in, uh, Providence, Rhode Island, Chicopee, Massachusetts, and Boston, uh, and then the week after that, the, the one I really want to promote, and I don't know if we got any listeners in Minnesota, but the Minnesota uh, gig that I have on February 5th at the Varsity Theater, it's a very small, intimate theater in Minneapolis. Uh, if you're in, and I know it's like, what, 27 below right now, but if you're in Minnesota and you want to come out, would love to have you at the Varsity Theater and promoting that show. And a week after that for Valentine's Day in Fort Lauderdale, gather your loved one, come out to the improv, Fort Lauderdale improv. What do you got on the slate for January? There you go, February. Don't worry about that, man. Minnesota, they come out. They come out in any kind of weather. They got no problem with this. Uh, I will be... The big one I want to do is, like I said, next week, Ice House, Thursday night, Pasadena, California. Please, if you're in the area, come on out. Big show. Big show. Big show. That's uh, January 15th, I believe. Yes, January People 15th. People will be in Pasadena. Uh, this is going to be our new sign-off for a couple of uh, couple of months while we have the guys here. When the guys are done working at the construction site, this is what I hear. That's this guy. They got like a like this turkey that that he squeezes, and it's like the 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 horn that goes off at the end of a shift. So I'm hearing this because I'm in my office, I'm upstairs, and I'm hearing this for the last three days. I go, what the hell is that? Is that somebody's phone that that, that rings? And all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, God, it's the work day's over. No, no, that, oh, my God, that's fucking classic, bro. You need to steal that. That is how we're ending every show for the rest of the history of this show. Yeah. Every show, for however long we do the show, when you start squeezing that, we know that's that's the five-minute light. We're wrapping up, all right? Oh, I, I actually rang that thing a little too early because I have one more thing I gotta I gotta play you a message that I got. Uh, this has to be a telemarketer. I can't even decipher what this guy is saying, and, and I want to play the message not only for you but uh, for our listeners. So they could hear what I had to hear today. And I'm going to play it. And uh, 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 this should work because I'm going to play it right from my phone. All right. So just listen to this. It's 30 seconds. This is a, a message that I got from an unknown caller today. All right. Hello, sir. This is Akil calling you from Universal Financial Resorting Tax Filing Services of the year of 2014. I request you to visit our website www.universalfinancial.com to file your taxes 
and pre-stub before January 20 double 10 percent discount, and we are providing pre-tax estimates which help you to know your tax position whether it is a refund position or work position, sir. Thank you. The website name is www.universalfinancial.com. Thank you. Have a nice day. Could you make anything up? I, 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 now, obviously Indian, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, telemarketer, I want to know what the interview for the job sounded like. I mean, when that when they said, could you read this script? And he read it like that. Did the did the interviewer go, ha, oh, we gotta have you? Do you think he knows he's calling an American number? I don't know what he's doing. I, I I go there's gotta be someone around him that works, like maybe in the cube next to him, and he leaves that message and maybe in the in the, the guy next to him you know speaks English fluently. And he's gotta tap him and go, Rajesh. Slow down. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. My whole laugh right there is off of the Rajis. <laughs> I just really, I mean, I don't, I don't think he cares who he's fucking reaching out to. Can you imagine having that job? Can you have that job? It's insane. Man. Makes us count our blessings for everything we have uh, every day. Hit the turkey, hit the turkey, hit the turkey. <laughs> Bro. Good hang. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for your listenership and have a wonderful weekend. The show has ended. Did you say that you told the gay guys you couldn't go out because you were working tonight and the work you were doing was this show? Yeah, this is work, bro. Can, can everybody that listens to this show just take a moment and take that in? That's what this is. That's what this is. This is a goddamn show. We make sacrifices. We don't hang out with gay couples when we maybe could have. That's right. <laughs>